0: and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers.
1: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. We want to be together and we want to be with the Lord today. We, that is our most important priority. That is our top priority. I'm glad to be with you today. It's such a good day to praise God, to enter into His presence, to give Him thanks and praise. I started my morning early, early this morning morning with an email conversation back and forth from Israel. We have many, many, many dear friends who live there, and one of those uh, sent the message back saying that they had four hostages uh, in their family that have been taken, and we were praying for them this morning. There's lots going on around the world, so much to pray about, so much to think about, and God hears our prayers. (laughs) I wanted to talk about, a topic today about witchcraft and really witchcraft equals rebellion but you know as we entered this kind of season of halloween i was with some friends and they live uh, in kenya actually where we have an orphanage and we were driving just around town and everything is new for them and as we were driving they were just shocked at the ghosts and the witches and the goblins and things in the yards um that people would actually spend money and decorate their yards with these type of things and they were confused what is you know what what is this all about and I said well it's just it's a holiday that's highly celebrated in the United States and uh yeah I guess it is shocking that we would actually put uh, witches and things of that nature in our front yard so when you think about witchcraft sometimes it is actually just it is just that it's the demonic forces its witchcraft its ghosts its goblins its creepy things and all of those dark things that is one definition of witchcraft but another definition of witchcraft is just rebellion it's rebellion against god it's it's a control a desire to control um you could you could define witchcraft as anyone who tries to control another person or thing through the method of intimidation, manipulation, or domination—that would be a pretty good definition of witchcraft. You know, but in Galatians, it talks about that witchcraft is an act of the flesh. It's a work of the flesh. It's a, it's listed among many other works of the flesh. And in Galatians three one, it says, "Who has bewitched you? <laughs> who who has bewitched you?" I thought I would. Um, Read Galatians 3:1. Oh you foolish G- Galatians, who has bewitched you? That's to the church of Galatia. Before your very eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish after beginning by means of the spirit are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh. You know, the flesh is our is our desires. You know, the Greek word for fle- flesh here is sarx. <laughs> and it refers to a sinful state of human beings often presented as a power in opposition to the Holy Spirit. So, we, you know, sometimes you start on the right path and you start out with the Holy Spirit, but you end up uh, doing things out of your own flesh that are in opposition to the Holy Spirit. And I think that we want to talk about this. Let's unpack this today. If you if you could imagine a scale, a scale of 1 to 10, let's rate ourselves. Let's rate where are we in regard to works of the flesh or acts of witchcraft in our life. You know, 10 being flat-out witchcraft, flat-out sorcery, magic, spells. And I would like to read you another verse so that's that is level ten, and we hear we see that depicted in the one of the very last verses of the Bible, you know almost closing words about witchcraft, and very strong, so this would be that level ten it says in revelation twenty two in verse I have it right here um <laughs> sorry, verse fourteen is what I'll read. I could read the whole thing, but anyway, verse fourteen says. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go go through the gates into the city. That's heaven, right? So blessed are those who wash their robes. We want to be washed of witchcraft. And then in verse 15, it says, Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood wow, very very, very uh powerful statement there about witchcraft, so that would be that level ten of actually engaging in and practicing the magic arts sorcery, divination, and witchcraft. So let's say level one to zero, one two three those are acts of the flesh. That we hear about in Galatians. In Galatians talks about these. And maybe let's just bring it down to reality. Say that you are in the car with your spouse or with your best friend. And you say let's go out to eat. Let's go to dinner. And one of you says well I would like to go to Olive Garden. And the other says I would like to go to Texas Steakhouse. And you go back and forth, back and forth. Kind of debating and arguing. And you are pushing pushing for your way I haven't had Italian in three weeks I really would like Italian that is that is that act of the flesh where you are you are pushing for your way and so that is what you could consider (laughs) an act of the flesh you want your way that's rebellion you are pushing 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 for your opinion your way we want to be rid of all sorts of witchcraft And really, when we look at Galatians 3, it talks about the cross. It talks about how we can apply this in the life of the believer, how we can, um, in verse 6, it says, Know this, that our old man was crucified with him, with Jesus, and by nature that the body of sin might be done away with, and by act that we may no longer be slaves of sin. And so we don't want to sin in regard to witchcraft, whether it's by an act of the flesh, manipulation, intimidation, domination, pushing, wanting our way, trying to control a person, trying to control a situation, or by actually practicing the magic art, sorcery, divination, witchcraft, ghosts, goblins, we cannot afford as believers to mess around in that realm. It's very dangerous, and it's very serious. And I just want to challenge you today to kind of give yourself a self-check. Where am I at in regard to this? Because we want to crucify the rebellion that lives in all of us. You know, the Bible says that all have sinned, all of us, and fallen short of the glory of God. And if this is an area that we, we just want to constantly keep in check, our world is just full of of all of these things and we have to guard ourselves and we have to watch ourselves because we want to be close to the Lord. We want to be drawing near to him. We want to be dead to sin and alive in Christ. And so that that is some of the reality and the truth um, related to witchcraft. If you think about the book of Galatians and, and the people of Galatia, they knew Jesus. They did. They had the Holy Spirit. They knew about the crucifixion. They had seen miracles. And I think that's many Christians today. We, we, we know all of those things. We have seen all of those things. And yet they were bewitched. And the result of being bewitched is they had lost the vision. They had lost the vision of the cross. Let's look at Second at, uh, uh, Samuel fifteen twenty three. It says to obey is better than sacrifice. And to listen is better. Then the fat of realm lambs rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as idolatry. Well, you see, stubbornness is one who holds tightly to his own opinion and to his own standards. And you might be saying, well, Jennifer, it's OK to push to go to Olive Garden or Jennifer. It's OK to put uh, goblins and witches in my front yard. What? How is that so offensive? But why do we need to argue for that way when we look into the word of God as a mirror? And it's so clear in Revelation to be careful, to be watchful and to draw near to God. So we don't want to hold on to our own opinion. No, we want to hold on to the truth, the truth of God's word and hold tightly to his opinion. And the people of Galatia, they had kind of slid in this area. So the relationship between witchcraft is rebellion rebellion replaces uh, the right authority And, and the right authority is the Lord is the word of God rebellion sets aside God's appointed authority and we need the authority of God and we need to be careful and watchful that we don't participate in anything that would offend God. You know, the Bible says to even watch out for the appearance of evil. So we don't want to participate in anything or support an illegitimate authority through the power of witchcraft. Witchcraft is a power that is, that supports illegitimate authority and it does that through As we said before, intimidation, manipulation, or domination. (laughs) Let's put it this way. Have you ever seen a teenager? They really, really want their way. They really, really want to go to that party on Friday night. And so they start out being really nice, and that's manipulation. They clean their room. You know, they are uh, being sugary sweet and doing all the right things, saying all the right things, so they are in the nice mode. And then you say, no. No, we have a family event Friday night. We're not doing the party. So now they get mad. Now they're going to be in the mean mode. Well, this is manipulation. And and they, now when they're mean and they're throwing things and they're slamming things or saying things they shouldn't say, and then you say, no, I'm still sticking to my plan. Uh, Mom says, we're, we're not going to do that party Friday night. We have a family gathering, and that's what we're going to do. And now they start to pout. And they sulk and they pout and they won't talk and they get in the car and they cross their arms and they're they're huffing and they're puffing. Well, that's mean, nice pout. And it's a circular motion. That is an example of control, of manipulation, intimidation in action. And none of us, we want to be rid of that, don't we? We want to be rid of all forms of witchcraft. Oh, that's my challenge to you today. We have a big challenge. We also have a wonderful testimony, story, God moment coming up. I don't want you to miss that, so stay with us. Go to jenniferjackson.com. If you'll go to jenniferjackson.com, you can listen to all the previous messages. And also at jenniferjackson.com, I have some recipes for you. I have some free prayer downloads. I have a book, A Christmas Heart, and that is going to be a wonderful study for you in this upcoming season. Go to jenniferjackson.com.